Dr. Alex Anderson, and I'm an anesthesiologist at Mayo Clinic, and I'm here today talking with Dr. Amy Sigmiller-Renner, PhD, and she's speaking here at GRIT 2019. We're here in Ojai, California. It's okay. We're, we're making it. Um, and she's going to talk to us tomorrow. We have... We have um, some networking events at tables, and she's part of a greater leadership opportunities for women talk called GLOW, and she's going to be speaking about imposter syndrome. And as I was saying, I know nothing about that. So if you could, just tell us a little bit about yourself and this topic. Absolutely. Thank you um, very much for the opportunity, uh, Dr. Amy Signaler-Renner. I um, am a curriculum and assessment manager um, within the College of um, Medicine and Science for Mayo Clinic. Uh, my day job. My uh, discretionary job at Mayo Clinic is the chair of the Greater Leadership Opportunities for Women uh, Mayo Employee Resource Group. So we've been privileged enough to uh, get an invite to come and talk at the GRIT conference um, about GLOW, so the acronym for mm -hmm. um, Greater Leadership Opportunities for Women. Uh, within that, when we were first looking at uh, creating this uh, table, networking table event, really wanted to see what are the the pain points of leadership development for women. Through the three of us that will be presenting, really decided, um, let's look at kind of the continuum, um, one of which is imposter syndrome um, and the, the impact it can have on women leaders. And when looking at imposter syndrome, really looking at you know, the, the definition that we can get out of any textbook is, it's self-doubt that disavows people from fully appreciating their success and achievements. When we break that down, when we break it down for women, it's really having any kind of a disbelief that we should be at the table, that the position we're in is not one that we have worked hard for, we have the knowledge, we have the skill set, we have the attributes for it. Instead of looking at it, we got lucky, mm. or we knew the right person to get that job or be at that project, or we've completely fooled everybody at this table and they're going to find out that I am an imposter and when's the, when's the shoe going to drop? Those kind of thoughts, those kind of feelings that are predominant, we'll see in both males and females, but predominantly in females, can be detrimental to them achieving the success that they want, the, the success that they deserve, projects they work on, items that they'll complete, not due to them themselves, but due to something else. Mm -hmm. Usually, again, following to luck, or could also keep them from stepping up to the plate to take mm -hmm. on stretch assignments, to put their name out there as, hey, consider me this for the next time the GRIT conference is planned, or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, going out and, and trying to achieve those areas that they're really looking for. Imposter syndrome can um, create a lot of the procrastination that mm -hmm. some of us can feel also. Mm -hmm. That can be a part of that imposter syndrome mm -hmm. is if I... I don't step up for this, or if I procrastinate on this, I can, if it fails, I can say, well, I didn't just have enough time. Or, mm -hmm. you know, it, so it, it um, definitely can interfere with a lot of aspects of our work. It sounds like it can be associated with actual achievement mm -hmm. from what you're saying. So do you find that it increases the more and more women get to the table? It can, and it, it can also have an effect at where you're at within your career. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So as you step you know, if you're in a role for several years, you've gotten very used to it. You've gotten to be at that expert stage where you can have a little bit more confidence, have a little bit more knowledge in that. Mm -hmm. When you step into a new role or a new project or ask for a, 
help and an, something that's new, you can have that effect where you're not the expert mm -hmm. and it can really pinpoint that your, your confidence level may not be a, as high because your expert level is not as high um, and therefore we don't step into it in that way. Mm -hmm. Is there a remedy for imposter syndrome? There are. Um, there are several things that we can do to combat imposter syndrome. Um, one of the biggest ones is self-awareness mm -hmm. and really being able to to know when you're going down that track of I'm a I'm a uh, I'm an imposter or I'm a fraud or when are they going to catch me or when is the next, the shoe going to drop having that awareness having that mental stop a hard stop with yourself saying no I cannot let this go on mm -hmm. and instead of saying why me reframe it and say why not me why not me? Why shouldn't I be here? Mm -hmm. Why shouldn't I be the one that um, can be at the table or can take this job or can take this project? Right. I know personally for me, I've had a mantra that I use, especially when I get into situations where I can feel the creeping. Mm -hmm. I can feel that. It's a creep. It is. Yeah. It is a creep. And mm -hmm. it's, you know, that kind of your, your gut starts to feel it and you, mm -hmm. you, you feel yourself blending out of the environment that you're in. And my mantra is extremely simple and it's you go girl. Mm -hmm. And um, a friend in high school put it on my locker one day and I don't think she ever had a clue of the impact it's had. To I won't say day. how many years later, but many, many years later, <laughs> the impact five. it's had. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, five. That's awesome. So coming up with a mantra could be a really good thing. Just kind of thinking about this, we've been talking a lot about embracing failures as well at GRIT 2019. So how, where does imposter syndrome fit when we actually do have failures? Or, I mean, that's kind of a harsh way to even put things. Just, I, I, I very rarely see failure. I'm sure people are feeling it all the time. I rarely see anything that I think was a major flop. But what do you do when you have to reconcile something that didn't go the way you planned with imposter syndrome? Fabulous question because I think that can reinforce imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. When we fail at something, we've just, that negative feedback we've had in our head mm -hmm. of, I shouldn't have been there at, at the table. Mm -hmm. Well, now I have evidence that I shouldn't have been there. Mm -hmm. We really need, again, that reframing mind mm -hmm. that this failed, but what did I learn from it? Mm -hmm. Rico this morning had a wonderful statement on accept it and mm -hmm. learn from it and go, for, go with it. That I think it's, again, stepping outside, being self-aware of knowing that I'm going down this track of, of negative self-talk, mm -hmm. stopping yourself and then looking at what have I learned, how can I pivot mm -hmm. and take in what I just experienced, reflect on it and go forth with it. So being a woman raised in the Midwest, I was always taught not to brag or be too full of myself. So where does imposter syndrome fit in with being humble or self-deprecation, like where's the line when it's actually something that's hurting us? Again, can be something that keeps us from positively reinforcing ourselves mm -hmm. through um, talking about our, our celebrations. Mm -hmm. For imposter syndrome, it can be very important for us to have a community mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and have the people surrounding you that can be your spokesperson when you might not be able to step up to the plate and say, yes, I was the leader of that project right. and this is what we did as a group. Um, so having that community can help. Again, have that knowledge of when you're going down that track of if someone gives you a kudos or someone gives mm -hmm. you um, you know, praise, not saying, oh, it was just luck. Mm -hmm. or, I wore the right outfit that day. I felt really confident. I think we need to cut that and say we thank all you. We do that. Yes. Yeah. And some of the research I read um, 
some people that are leaders within this area within psychology have said they have asked their friends to tell them mm -hmm. when they're giving them a kudos or when they're giving them positive reinforcement, they have to look them in the eye and they have to stop and say thank you. Ugh. And that can be hard for us <laughs> to do even yeah. um, ourselves. So yeah. having that support system, I think, can very much help with negating imposter syndrome and negating those times when we don't want to take praise. Sort of indirectly by building you up, but then also if you have a community or safe group at work, could you say, hey, I'm really feeling like I'm not deserving of being at this table and I think it's our job in supporting each other. Say, no, this is why. You know, Not only do we have to promote and identify strengths in others to get them to the table, but once they're there, we have to say, no, 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 it's for a reason. Absolutely. And um, Absolutely, and I think finding those groups mm -hmm. it can be very important. Um, employee resource groups mm -hmm. can be very impactful for that. Again, kind of reflecting back on my experiences and my tribe, Mayo Clinic has employee resource groups. The Greater Leadership Opportunities for Women, mm -hmm. GLOW, has been my tribe of people that I know will help me say, this is what we've accomplished. Mm -hmm. This is what I've accomplished. And they will help to solidify and say, it's not wrong to, to let people know what, what you've done. Yeah. Um, and that humble pie that we try to eat every day is mm -hmm. <laughs> very hard to break growing up in the Midwest. Yeah. And I try every morning when I struggle with the daily list of imposter items I give myself, it's nice to think of what my best friend would tell me. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's important to find those people. Absolutely. Even outside of medicine inside or outside of medicine. Um, but then there's that other imposter side of us who will say, well, your friend's lying because they love you. Exactly. <laughs> That's layered. <laughs> so self-awareness. We know mm -hmm. we just said it. How can we reframe that? Um, having a growth mindset mm -hmm. can be extraordinarily beneficial also with looking at challenges. These are all challenges. We we're, we're basically have an internal vo voice in our heads challenging us all day. Mm -hmm. that you shouldn't be here, you're not worthy of this, or you were just lucky. And that growth mindset, we can take each of those times we've talked to ourselves in our heads and say, not today. Mm -hmm. Not today. I'm going to take this, I'm going to learn from it, and I'm going to keep going. Yeah. Well, I'm really looking forward to your session. Thank and you. for those who won't be so lucky to go, um, what are three takeaways you would hope to give anybody who is struggling with imposter syndrome or even struggles to identify it? So three items that I would say is, first and foremost, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. we, we don't talk about it. Um, yeah. And we feel like we're the only one in the boat. Um, and it's pluralistic ignorance. When mm. we, because we don't share it. We, we keep it in. We think we're the only ones. You're not the only one. Mm -hmm. Get out there. Talk to your confidants. Talk to your close people to you that can also know that you've experienced it and they can share with that. That requires so that, some vulnerability. That does require some <laughs> vulnerability. But if you talk to the people that mm -hmm. mean the most to you in your life, you mm -hmm. know you've got that safe environment there. Um, Self-awareness. Mm -hmm. Being aware of when you're having those comments in your head, when you're having those feelings, doing a hard stop with yourself. Mm -hmm. And then I think giving yourself the time to get there. It's not going to be overnight. Mm -hmm. those, those comments, they're, they're deep-seated, depending on the length of your um, career and the length of successes in your life and the length of time you felt like an imposter. Give yourself the time. Um, I wanted to end with a quote. Um, your fear of being inadequate pales compared with your fear of being extraordinary. Mm 
Mm. So to go with that, I think that's yeah. really what we need to put in place is what can we achieve when we put imposter syndrome in its place. Yeah. Would you say you're an expert on imposter syndrome? I would not say I'm an expert. Why? I would say <laughs> okay. I'm passionate. Okay. I would say there's always more that I can learn. So I, um, yeah. Fair enough. Maybe a, some a imposter syndrome expert. of myself. A humble expert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks so much for talking about it. Um, I think people are going to really learn. I think the big point I get from this is we are not alone, just like you said. And I like that term, pluralistic ignorance. <laughs> We're just kind of all alone, freaking out in our own private little worlds. <laughs> Let's come together. But really, we're killing it. Yes, a absolutely, yeah. absolutely. If we could put imposter syndrome in a box in a corner and leave it, <laughs> think of how much more we could achieve. Yeah, we really could. All right, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.